up. Isn't that right, bud? Right, let's do this. Let's do this. What day is it? <laughs> Welcome to What Day Is It? Hello. How are we? Very well. Who Very are well, we? Thank you. It's good to be back. Very good to be back. Do you know what day it is today, boys? Go on, tell us. It's Tell a Lie Day. Do we believe him? Do we? Yeah, honestly. Trust me. So I'm... it's honestly Tell a Lie Day? No. Genuinely. <laughs> it's Tell a Lie Day. I'm confused. So am I. Welcome. How are we? I'm not, so it's quite thin because I'm counting. I think Ben's already lied to me three times this morning. What, when I told you you were handsome, clever, and one of my best mates? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't see them text, Will. Yes, 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 you did. All yes, right, did. so a little what day beef at the start of this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, it's all the part of the art of deception, the invention of chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, this week's episode is Tell a Lie Day. Um, unfortunately, the origin of the day is not really known and uh, it has sort of an anonymous um, origin. So uh, we it's can. Quite fitting. Oh, yeah, because it's sort of shrouded in mystery. Is it even a day? Did we just make it up? All possibilities. Or did it make itself up? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Philosopher Lomax has whoa, come back whoa, in the place. Whoa, whoa. I'm not ready for this. What came first, the liar, the liar? <laughs> It's a good question, actually. So, uh, oh god, that is a good question. Your, my brain's doing side flips here. No. I think Ben can boil down essentially what is a lie. Lying is a form of deception, but not all forms of deceptions are lies. So there are three essential features to make it a lie. Mhm. Mhm. A lie communicates some information. That's a given. The liar intends to deceive or mislead. The liar believes that what they are saying is not true. Okay. Now, they're the three main points. This is from the uh, Ethical Foundation at the BBC. Oh, nice. I didn't know BBC had an ethical foundation. Good. Oh, yeah, it's quite... A good source. It does yeah. sound like something the BBC would have, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, they're very ethical. Like a W1A-style department, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're giving us the insights into... Uh, the main form of lying. They say here that there are two points that people think that are a part of lying, which aren't. It is, a lie does not have to give false information. A lie does not have to be told with a bad, malicious intention. White lies are an example of lies told with a good intention. Right. So it doesn't have to give false information? I don't, I'm not sure if I fully that, understand that. that. That's then not a lie, is it? It's no, it's it's mislead. Okay, like, okay. So the so you can you can like what like what they say. Um, you can dance around the truth. Yes, I see. So you can essentially give some form of truth, but it's not the correct. The full truth. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but the truth. That's. I also want to, a bit of a caveat to that as well. In order, that, lying is a cooperative act. So therefore, to someone to be deceived, you can't lie unless you're lying to yourself. Lying to someone else, they have to believe it. And primarily why people are deceived is because they want something to be true that's said in what you've been said. Yeah, I was doing a, I was reading the National Geographic um, and they did a really good piece on lying. And it said that we're actually hardwired to be trusting. It makes us intrinsically gullible. So if you like, if, if I said to you, Ben, like, and I was a random man, I'm a doctor, there's no reason for you to not believe that I'm not a doctor if you don't know who I am. Does that make sense? Mm. So intrinsically we're trusting people. 
Um, so that's where a lot of that comes from. But the saying lines like, uh, it's like a natural part of development. It's like an intrinsic part of our development. Like that's why kids lie. It's a natural part of us. Yeah, it's funny because um, the the term liar uh, is is a very harsh one, isn't it? It's uh, something that's sort of condemned quite often, and yet it's yeah we something we all do. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's 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 so vast, though, isn't it? So it yeah. can it can be obviously it can be gathered in terms of the law. It'll be something as simple as Father Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> on that story you've said Father Christmas or that I was reading when I was doing my research and it was in the Scottish Heraldsman or something there was a guy who's been arrested for running round a shopping centre shouting at kids that Santa's a lie and that they're going to go to hell I mean one of those is true I've actually got <laughs> they're definitely going to hell <laughs> I mean, let's get the elephant in the room out. Joe Cook's team to go through a, a phase of not lying, aren't you? Uh, yeah, there's, I'm sort of knees deep in moral philosophy at the moment and uh, I'm wanting to ensure that I am as honest as possible, uh, as much as possible. So that basically means is I'm making a conscious effort not to tell any lies. Do you like me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's amazing like every day like every day somebody lies yeah it's not necessarily saying big lies like you know you've got your you're really like big liars and all that and we all know they are but just like little white lies like yes avoid the truth yeah do you think hiding something is a lie not telling somebody's a lie um the only example i can use was recently in the past week someone got their hair cut mm. um and uh, someone complimented it. Now that could have been that initial compliment could have been a lie. So I didn't. I knew I didn't go there because I saw the hair and I thought it looked absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So I I thought I won't even say anything about it. But we're in a three, and the per one of the people said, "Oh, your hair looks really nice." And then they turned to me and said, "Don't you think so?" So in my head, I'm thinking, "Do I say yeah, and that's a lie, or do I just pretend like I've dropped something on the floor?" And sprint off the other, in the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I'd be, it'd be wrong of me to would it say no? Your hair looks shite. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I would never say shite. I would say I would prefer. I preferred it how it was before. Which but what would have been true? If it was. Well, I didn't just know hair. <laughs> yeah. Which is the thing, though. It's just the, the the famous thing of which I've always believed anyway. It's no matter what the lie is, it will always come back and bite you. This is why I'm trying to be as honest as possible. I don't think there's any moral basis or moral advantage of telling lies. Well, Mark Twain said, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. Yeah. True that, that's so true. So, um, I'm gonna hit you with some lie facts, if that's okay. Are they facts? These are actual facts. All right. Um, based on research, I've been doing my uh, little extensive investigation into lying. So we lie more to strangers than we do to coworkers. Extroverts lie more than introverts. Men lie eight times more about themselves than they do other people. Women lie more to protect others. Average married couple lies in one out of ten interactions. And if you're unmarried, that drops to one out of three. Um, do you know the story, uh, the Coco Gorilla? The Gorilla, sorry. No. So um, a gorilla in, I think it was like the 1980s, late 80s, was taught how to uh, use sign language. Uh, in in a form like as a means of communication between humans, 
uh, and she was called Coco, and um, she actually had her own room, and she was able to um, like communicate quite, communicate quite a lot of things through sign language. Um, and they gave her a, a pet kitten at one of the points as well, and she started nursing this pet kitten. Um, one day, um, the uh, carers of the gorilla came into the room to find the sink ripped off the wall, and Coco was able, to, through sign language, to blame it on the kitten. Really? Yeah. That's what you do to me, Ben. <laughs> blame it on the kitten. I'm your pet kitten. <laughs> Don't blame it on the sunshine. Don't blame it on the moonlight. Don't blame it on the good times. Blame it on the kitten. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fascinating that, you know, like, it, it goes to show that maybe animals lie as well. But it is an intrinsic part of our, natu- our nature to lie. Well, and, you know, like, you realise, sorry, you realise, Joe, that when we talked about it, 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 being honest is actually, like, you don't realise how little... So I read a thing that's easier to lie when you type. Now, when you type in, you'll say, sorry, I didn't see that. Mm. But you just can't be saying, sorry, so, I couldn't be bothered to reply. On the back of that, um, <laughs> lies are found in 37% of all phone calls, 27% of face-to-face meetings, 21% of texting, and 14% of emails. So that means the most trustworthy form of communication is through emails, which I think makes a lot of sense because... It's professional. It's very professional, yeah. It's a professional platform, isn't it? Yeah. It shows you that like all of them except for the face-to-face aren't face-to-face, so it shows that it's harder to lie face-to-face. Yeah. Over the phone apparently is the most likely place you will uh, find a lie. Yeah. I can imagine that. Because you're still able to speak to someone, but really that's, they're not able to see your face. To be fair, I get, I, that's the way I lie the most. When my mum asked me if I went out last night, I was like, oh <laughs> man, I don't know, and I was in bed by 11, didn't drink anything. Little did I was crawling in my bed at half two in the morning. Can't see the dark bags under your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Never FaceTime. It's all right, yeah, that's why I moved away. She can't get, I can get away with it. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that is, do you think, because you, your tone of voice doesn't give away anything? Is that what it is? Cause I it think is, your tone of voice does. I think it, sh- it would shake, wouldn't it? Mm, I think, I most think you think be. too much into it if you just plainly say something. But if it's obviously your fa- face is, would you say face is the biggest giveaway? So I can move on to indicators of what, uh, like, um, the average indicator of a lie is. There's a few different segments of it. I can do that now. If you he's, want. he's definitely a psychopath. Look how much he's enjoying this. Oh, yeah, I love it. I actually love it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, indicators of lying can be seen in two different ways. So it's either through speech or body language. So that would make sense with um, with phone calls being easier to lie because you you only it's only the speech. Um, also, facial expressions is part of the body language, but I'll go into that in a second. So indicators through speech um, using formal language um, and is a very uh, clear indicator. Also, using things like genuine genuinely or in earnest um, things that qualify your language because you're really trying to drill home that you're telling the truth. Uh, the most, one of the most famous examples of this is um, uh, Bill Clinton when he lied saying, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And the wording of this is really fascinating because he says, I did not. And again, that's the formal language, isn't that easy? You try to really hammer it home with, I did yeah. not. Also with that woman, uh, not using a name, distancing himself from the subject. I thought it was really fascinating. Um, also, indicators of lying through just speech. If if you ask someone a question and they repeat the question back to you, it's given them time to uh, figure out exactly what they want to make up on the spot. So look out for that. Also, peppering stories with too much detail. I think this is probably one of the most 
obvious indicators of someone lying is they're trying to convince you with all possibly irrelevant detail constantly. Yeah, it all, when you hear a story that you know is a lie, you just can't, it just gets glamorised and glamorised, doesn't it? Mm. It's also um, a big indicator is as well when someone acts um, like unexplainably like oblivious to anything. So, for example, recently Louis Theroux did an interview yeah. and he repeated, uh, he said, he, he brought, he, he came up to the guy and said, oh, I think you were crying on command and the guy said, he, com- he was like, oh, what, like with an onion? Yeah, and yeah. And he, he, he pretended like as if he completely didn't know yeah, how yeah. to cry on command. And it was so obvious that he wouldn't have known that he was a clever guy. So yeah. in, in his mind, he's completely acting like as if he doesn't know how to cry on demand. So just that whole, and that's something like a child would do, wouldn't it? Have you, like, just pretend like as if he, like, have you, have you, did you eat the cake out of the cupboard? Yeah, yeah. What cake? What cake? And the obviously there, yeah, there was a cake was in a cake. the cupboard. Yeah. Why didn't anyone tell me there was a cake? And I love cake. It's like brown chocolate all around his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the favourite lies I did on me, um, I did. I've, I've discovered on my research uh, was a, a guy. Um, I'll do this briefly so we're not boring people. But um, there was a guy named Alexis Santana in nineteen eighty nine. Um, went to Princeton University. He barely received any formal schooling. He'd spent his like teenage years in, on his own in, in the outdoors, herding cattle, etc. cetera, uh, training himself to be a long distance runner. And he actually became a star on campus. He'd been unbelievably well academically, getting A's. And he kind of had like a, a bit of a, a good enigmatic appeal without, without like standing out too much. Anyway, um, it came out eventually that like, for example, like he didn't make his bed and he slept on the floor, nobody questioned it, but somebody recognized him as a different person called Jay Huntsman about 18 months ago. Uh, and that the person she recognized him as was actually also an ally. And this guy used to go around America, just like pretending he was somebody else to get away from previous like convictions. Sounds like a film. Yeah, so like- um, <laughs> Starring DiCaprio. It, it was unbelievable. Like he'd go around all these things and then when he got realized he'd leave. Mental that though. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's why was, you could be as vast as anything. Pretend to be another person, or just lying about what what you had for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it's vast. I mean, one of the everyday sort of uh, relatable lies could be for at least one person in a lifetime may have done it. Is uh, phoning in work sick? Yeah. Um. So, have you ever phoned in work sick? I and, have. Yeah. Yeah. And told a lie. Uh, not in my current job. Yeah, no, none of us in our current job, but obviously from our previous job from the age of yes. sixteen. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely, I've definitely done it once. I'm trying to think of a time. Have you, have you, have you got? Say so you got, you drank too much, been hungover. I normally go this to is, work. This is, by the way, in the past. Uh, professionally going forwards, we'll never phone in sick no. or tell a lie. I swore, <laughs> I swore to myself it, I would never tell a lie again, and that includes phoning in sick. Yes. Well, you didn't swear to yourself. I did, so I don't know about you. I can't. I can't vouch for you. I just, that, that must be one. Of, that must be one of the most common ones people call. Well, obviously, sick. like it's just something as down. Uh, it can be anything, can't it? So, um, there's a uh, Stephen Ireland, uh, the Irish Manchester City footballer. Yeah. He made up the excuse, so you can say it's not going to work. I, think I know what you're going to t- say. Yeah. He, he basically he, he needed to go to international duty. Um, <laughs> And he needed to make an excuse because he wanted to uh, basically go and visit his lonely girlfriend. So he used the excuse of his grandmother uh, had passed away. 
um, so a, 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 journal, a journalistic newspaper um, found out that his grandmother was still alive and then not only to cover up that lie, he then said his other grandmother had died and then they found out that his paternal grandmother also was alive. Oh, no. So... It's some like, no, no, it wasn't her. It was another grandmother. <laughs> but it just goes to show you, like, when people lie, they, they lie to get themselves out of it. Sometimes just be honest. So, well, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, they say, they say here, so this is, if you want to do that, which probably encourages you just to tell the truth, honesty is the best policy, but they're saying here, if you do want to phone in work sick, this is how to do it. Oh, interesting. So it's pick a story and stick with it, quite obvious. Stay confident and calm and call your boss. Keep it brief and alert the employer as soon as possible. Be prepared and willing to take the consequences. That's an interesting one at the end there. Take the consequences, yeah. 100%. So it's basically saying don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So next, I have a section on body language, and I want to see if you maybe fall into the traps of when you've told a lie, you might have adhered to the sort of myths that are surrounding liars. So I'll explain that a little bit more. So, for instance, people think that liars tend to fidget quite a lot when they're lying. It's actually the opposite. People t- people's upper body is very very still. Likewise, people think that when you're telling the truth, that you give people eye contact. So when people are lying, they give too much eye contact. I've had that before when people just stare at you. Yeah, and as if like, look at me, I would not lie to you. <laughs> and then there's something called duping delight, which I think is the most fascinating, and you can see clips of it on YouTube. Um, What's it called? Duping delight. So to dupe someone is to fool yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically when you uh, are telling a lie and you think that you are convincing someone else um, the sometimes on the face you give away um, subconscious micro expressions so that basically means like rev- it's expressions that reveal how you really feel towards something so the duping delight is if you think you're getting away with this lie a little smile will uncontrollably come across your face really yeah and it, it can be a flash like half a second but someone who's trained in spotting liars and duping um, we'll be able to see that and know that maybe that's something that needs pressing a little bit more. There's an incredible example of a uh, woman who is on a talk show after her two children were murdered. And, um, oh, she, God, this has taken a turn for the worse, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. She um, was not a suspect. And uh, she was telling the story of how she found her children in a house. And um, she was recounting how it looked, whereas, you know, the life... Um, came what well, was removed from the eyes of a children it was a harrowing story and uh suddenly she finishes telling the story and then a little smile just quickly goes spreads across her face and then disappears so is that why my mum always smiles when i say it when she tells me she hasn't got a favorite child <laughs> what well, did she tell you the lie then smile or did she just smile at yeah. you <laughs> not say anything am i your favorite child <laughs> do, do, you, do you prefer Emily to me, ma'am? No, I love you both the same. Smile. Oh, 
Yeah. And then she kills you both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I give you a present, and I spent a lot of money on it, and it, and it was lovely, but you just didn't like it, what would your reaction be? Would you say you like it? Would you say, oh no, um, can I exchange it? Can you say I don't like it? That, or would you just avoid it and say thank you? This happened to me just over a year ago. I got a watch and... For who? <laughs> oh, I can't lie. An ex-girlfriend. And uh, I actually love the fact that I got a watch. I really wanted a watch, but I didn't like the strap. And so quite quickly, as soon as I, I put it on, I'm like, okay, I need to, well, I need to tell the truth. I'm like, I absolutely love the watch, love the watch face, but I think I'd prefer a leather strap. And that, and I managed to get another watch and I love my watch now. Like that's, that's like, that was an easy resolution and that was the quickest 100%. resolution. If you were to lie about that, like I know people, I know people who have kept presents and not done anything with them because they don't like them and they're sitting in a box somewhere. That's just, that's just a stereotype. Like, 100%, now I'm older, like most people, I will 100% be like, no, I'd rather, can I get this a bit different? Because it does, short short term, it's a bit upsetting for them, but long yes. term, it's much better, they appreciate it. But when I was younger, if my mum got me something, it would be, oh, thanks, mum, it's great. No, I, I, I agree. I think there is different levels to it, though. I think, always be honest, but... Uh, I think if it's someone who's close to you, who you know will won't take too much offence to the white lie. If it's something where it's a ten pound t-shirt, one of your distant relatives have got you, and it would be more effort you going on the phone saying, "I hate this t-shirt, <laughs> can I please get something else?" Then that would be obviously just out of your way, rude. It's the effort you can take to. Basically... I'm being honest, not not a horrendous person. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not being a cock. For yeah, it. I've 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 had. Yeah, stuff like that. And you just, it's just... But if it's something where... You just say thank you. I don't avoid it. I just say oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the, um, the thought. Or if it's something that can't be changed, like, you just appreciate it, don't you? Mm. There's, a, there's a good clip on, um, on Gavin and Stacey um, where Gavin's throwing out the win and he goes, uh, they're looking at the, I think it's a Rolls Royce or a Jag or something like that and he goes, it's brilliant and um, Gavin does any and Mick goes, are oh, you not going to get it? He went, oh no, Stacey wants a horse and carriage. And he went, well, just tell her there's a horse and carriage. You can't get a horse and carriage. And he goes, but why? He went, I'll be lying to her. I want this. He went, listen, I lied to your mum at least 10 times a day. It just makes things easier. Tell her they can't get the horse and carriage and get the uh, get the car instead. And that's it. So it's always, I mean, sorry, dad. I'm, I'm grassing on your ear, but it reminds me of me, dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's true. I think, um, but like I say, I, th I think that you can preserve someone's, uh, I don't, yeah, you can preserve a niceness about it. Yeah, in the grand scheme, sometimes you've got to be careful. Oh, all right, nice. don't say anything at all. Sometimes uh, it's best not to say Just silent, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> just stare at yeah, silence. <laughs> no, like, you can, like, you, obviously, sometimes you don't need to say anything at all. Sometimes you know that everyone can be in a room, say, say, say a relative bought uh, someone a bad present, someone I know. Say someone bought my mum a bad present, a relative. We can both look at each other, and I in my head I can think I could think in my head, my mum would never wear that. And in her head she'll be thinking, I would never wear that. <laughs> but we can both just go, yeah, oh, it's nice of him to make the effort. That's normally something what you say. Is that why when I asked Joe to go for a drink, you just sit in silence? Yeah, because I'd prefer not to lie and actually tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> not saying anything at all. I abstain. <laughs> <laughs> So, on a t personal topic of lies, obviously we started learning to lie when we were younger, 
what are your early memories of Lion? Is there any memories that when you were little that stand out to start with you, Joe? Yeah, um, in primary school, um, we went into a church and Father Peter was like talking to us. Uh, and I think it was, it must have been like Harvest Festival or something like that, because I think there was parents that sat at the back too. And uh, I think from, from even a young age, I enjoyed being like saying something and getting a laugh. And like this, I must have been like seven, maybe eight years old at this point. And the topic of conversation was, what was your first word? And he was asking different, like, different kids what the first word was. And he was like, anyone want to say what it was? So my hand goes straight up. And uh, he goes, okay, Joe, what was your first word? And I looked him dead in the eyes and went, combine harvester. <laughs> Psychopath. Five syllable words as my first word. Not mum, not da, not car, combine harvester. Combine, combine. Yeah. That's, That's a crime. They must have thought we have a genius child here. Or we have a... A lying psychopath. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Definitely yeah, the second Christ. one, yeah. So getting tested. <laughs> Be killing cats in no time. What about you, Ben? Uh, similar sort of age. Um, I, was, well, I was quite young in primary school. Um, my, uh, my dad used to work away a lot, so he was never really at school to pick me up or anything like that. And the teacher once asked me, oh, what, does you, what does your dad do for a living? And I can't remember fully saying it. Obviously, I've been retold this story. But I said that, oh, he's in prison. Um, and the teacher believed me. So uh, a par- parents' night came up and my mum and dad went. It was a couple of months later or maybe a year, I don't know. But my uh, they went and the teacher said to, to my dad, oh, it's nice to see you've been released. <laughs> and uh, my, my dad said, what, from Spain where he'd been working away? <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher said... No prison, it's nice you can come to the parents evening. He went, What do you mean, prison? <laughs> oh, it's just that your but son's yeah. been telling everyone that you're in prison. <laughs> That's for mine's actually yeah, very that. similar to that. Uh, I was going to say a different one, but I've got a really similar one where my mum my mom told me, well, I was like six, seven, maybe older, I used to run around telling everyone I was adopted. Just because my sister told me I was adopted, so I used to tell everyone I was so that's adopted. that's a lie from your sister? Yeah, yeah. So we used to like, I, I remember kicking my sister and then banging my head off something and then pretending I got, she hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> we, that's psychopathic behaviour, I've never seen it. I was about four or something and I just ran up and kicked her and then she screamed, so I just banged my head off something. Did you bang your head quite a lot? So I can't remember, I, make a lot of sense. I can't, I can't remember actually doing that, so I just remember, I just, my sister says I did you that. You can't remember banging your head, that's so my sister, My sister said I did that. Um, whoa, 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 so your sister probably punched you in the head. Yeah, yeah. And then you blacked out. It's just where we're lies, my yeah. sister's relationship. Who knows what's the truth? Yeah, maybe, Most... I, maybe I am adopted. Yeah. <laughs> so, to finish with, I've created a bit of a game show. What did you call it before? The Game Joe Show Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. It sounds great. Uh, and the subtitle of it is Would I Be Dishonest to You? Sounds very similar. No, to no, no. Have no. I ever heard something like that before? No. Surely, I think I've, I came up with it, so I, I can't imagine why. It's very similar. To what? No, I think... I don't know. Maybe Rob, Rob Bright 
Brad, I don't know. I think I think that could be on something like BBC ITV soon. I think, I think you could host an episode, something like that. Yeah. I think you're goddamn right. I could. <laughs> <laughs> so the premise of the uh, the brand new Lying game to show. to himself. <laughs> the, the premise of the game show, which I'll describe to you now, if you actually listen to me, uh, is <laughs> is that I will say a series of statements about one of us, and all you have to tell me is if it's true or false. Is it true something that you've told me? Or is it false? Something I've lied about. Something I came up with. So the first round is going to be about yours truly, Joe Cook, the MC, JC, Ginger Joe. <laughs> could, you, could you repeat that, do I? No, I, I couldn't. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Honesty. Yeah. So, serious. This is a serious game show. What's the prize? The prize is my affection and respect. Oh, I'd, I'd rather you win this one then. <laughs> Please, serious game show. I need you to concentrate. Right? True or false? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was statement. Just, just true or false. Just, 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 just true clear, or false. Clearing up what we need to do. Okay, can we have 60 seconds on the clock, please? So are you going first? I'll go second for Joe. I'll go first. Okay. And then I'll do the second statement, yeah? And then I'll go third. <laughs> Your time starts now. I briefly appeared in BBC's secondary school drama, Waterloo Road. True. Correct. My surname is actually Cock, but due to a spelling error on my birth certificate, I've always been known as Cook. True. False. <laughs> I have an irrational fear of the colour teal. False. Correct. In primary school, I broke my arm trying to moonwalk during a game of rounders. True. Correct. I once ran a Facebook page with half a million likes. False. True. I am a conversational French speaker. True. False. I once ate a dog biscuit thinking it was a chocolate button. True. Correct. I consider my fashion sense style street and my dancing style street style. True. False. <laughs> and that is time up. Thank you very much for playing. Question, when did you eat the dog biscuit? Yeah, the dog biscuit's one that's played on my mind. <laughs> what did you think the chocolate biscuit? No, explains it was a, a lot. chocolate button. Basically, it was handed to me and it looked like a chocolate button. It was like, oh, do you want one of these? I didn't know the dog was sat next to me and it was like, I was going to be feeding it to a dog. I thought someone was just handed me a chocolate button. Funny <laughs> enough, the dog ate the chocolate button thinking it was a best chocolate dog biscuit. <laughs> the dog started talking and Joe started woofing. <laughs> How old were you? 17, uh, I was, I think, like 10. You're okay. Lying. About 19 dog years, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can we have 60 seconds back on the clock, please? Who's this for? Uh, it is for William. So Ben's guessing. Yes. All right. Ready, ben. Here we go, focus. And I've just got to say it's true or false, yeah? Okay. And I can read you like a book. Am I saying it's true or false? No, no, I'm saying it. All right, okay. Because you don't know what I've written. Right, it's all false. true, yeah. So I need you to stay poker face, stern face, not give anything away. Don't be yourself. <laughs> okay, can we have 60 seconds back on the clock, please? I'm just going to look at Joe. Yeah. Time starts now. Will once booked a flight to Austria instead of Australia. <laughs> true. False. <laughs> Will once slept overnight in Ikea. False. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Will once pushed his ex-girlfriend off a cliff in India. <laughs> True. Correct. Fo Will once followed through on a fart on a first date. 
<laughs> True. False. Will once had his first alcohol drink, age three. True. Correct. <laughs> Will used to dress up as a girl, also age three. False. True. <laughs> Will used to host uh, drinks parties where he'd take a swig of gin and put on his mum's cocktail dress. Again, age three. <laughs> False. Correct. Uh, Will is going to see wolves at Wembley. False. No, it is in fact true. <laughs> oh, have you got any questions, lads? Well, I'm wondering about the... Uh, the girlfriend one, the, yeah, the dressing up as a lady. Yeah, yeah, pushing her off the cliff. When, when no, I wondered about that as well, actually. You're pushing my ex-girlfriend off a cliff. Yeah. It doesn't sound as bad as it, it does at the first glance. Uh, so it wasn't my girlfriend at the time. Funny enough, she did end up being afterwards, which... Any tips out there? Did to you get catch a girlfriend? Her at the bottom? Yeah, well, you forgot. So, yeah, we were on the edge and it was like the most southerly part of India. And she wasn't my girlfriend at the time. And she came up to me and went, Oh, saved your life. Like that. I did it back, but pushed her off. <laughs> but being the hero that I was, went down with her. The cliff was only, it was about 10 foot. Right. But I put my arm under in. Um, so she landed on my arm and my foot, my arm. And yeah, yeah, you whisked her off um, the feet. Yeah, yeah, literally <laughs> whisked her off her feet. Uh, also, when you said dressed up as a girl, age three, it was. Up towards six or seven. All right, okay. I'm sorry that I misled Ben. It's all right. It's all right, but you know, I probably shouldn't have admitted that one. It's fine. It's probably, it's probably yeah. the blackouts you don't remember for admitting <laughs> your head against the walls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, serious again. Can we have 60 seconds on the clock, please? I don't know who I'm speaking to. Probably me in the end. There's a hell of a lot of them that could, could have been true, though. <laughs> yeah, the Austria and Australia one. <laughs> Sleeping in IKEA following through the day. Yeah, Things that are yet to be done. <laughs> okay, 60 seconds on the clock. Will, you're answering for facts about Ben. Right, I'm looking. Okay, your time starts now. Ben once popped his shoulder out of place to shave his back. True. Correct. <laughs> Had to pretend his dog was called Paul O'Grady. True. Correct. <laughs> ben once spoiled his referendum ballot paper because he thought leave meant leave it how it is. <laughs> True. <laughs> Ben almost died choking on a cheese string. False. True. Uh, ben once cooked the best carbonara this side of Rome. False. Of course. Uh, ben sweeps the kitchen floor on average three times a day. True. False. Ben is licensed to drive a double-decker bus. False. Correct. Ben once got hit on by a German guy in a campsite in Venice. True. Correct. <laughs> Firstly, Cheese string, tell me more. No, no, no. Firstly, I want to put it back onto you. Not had the best car by the side of Rome, mate. <laughs> I knew that one would hurt. You didn't fair, blink, you didn't gun off the plate. <laughs> <laughs> Slurping up the spaghetti. <laughs> to be fair to you, that, and this is true, that Carbonara was one of the best Carbonaras I've ever had. To be had. fair, I wish I'd have seen you, seen you eat a Carbonara before I tried to eat a tree string because I could have seen the correct way to... Slurp up some strings. Go on, tell me about the tree string. It just caught up in my throat like a big ball of cheese, and, me, <laughs> and I had to get the hymen remover on me on my chest. Really? Who gave yeah. you it? My dad. She. He, <laughs> How old were you? It was about ten. <laughs> big ball of cheese just came spat out the back of my throat. Can you can you can you still eat cheese strings? Yeah, in a, in the proper manner as well now. <laughs> and what about popping your shoulder, shaving your back? I just get I just get someone else to shave a back now. <laughs> yeah, that seems like the more logical thing to do. Is that is that why you've asked me and Joe to do it in the shower? Yeah, yeah, but you're still not doing it. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> we wait till what day is it? Uh, National Shave Your Back episode, <laughs> live from Ben's shower. A live stream. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, some truths. 
To be fair, I think what we've got there from there is that Joe's an absolute psychopath. Oh, come on. Uh, Will, Will for someone, is a mysterious man because most of them things that Joe made up, we thought were true for Will. Spending the night in Ikea sounds right, like right up your street. There was a, the one that was similar to that, wasn't there? Yeah, what was the, you, you sent me a truth, which uh, I said. Spent three nights sleeping in the hammock in Melbourne because I didn't have a home. Yeah. But it was in my mate's back garden. That doesn't that sound like the travel of life though, doesn't it? Yeah, what book did you read? Uh, do you know what? I, um, I don't think I read a book, but I did get attacked by... Um, a wild coyote. Uh, yeah, by a possum. <laughs> a possum? A possum jumped on me and like, a Hi, it's Will from What Day Is It podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our latest episode, Tell a Lie Day. Please do remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at What Day Pod, and we have a Facebook page, What Day Is It. Thank you so much for listening. Please do spread and share it. We really do appreciate it. Thank you.